Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I really don't. I really don't even know what happened. We've been having a lot of technical difficulties here, here lately. Last couple of weeks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like last week the chat wasn't coming up. Now he's having a problem getting on. You keep getting booted off. Like I, I think we need a different streaming service. I'm, I'm starting to go ahead. I just a new streaming service will be great. Um, and we got a couple people in the room right now. Okay, there go my boy John. All right. Were you able to um figure it out? We can't hear you, John. Okay. I need to run out. I'll be back, y'all. Yo, 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 for anybody that happens to be logged in and currently uh, uh, viewing this, we're having small technical difficulties and we're trying to address them immediately. Please bear with us. Uh, meantime, between time, tonight's uh, topic is things that people don't want to talk about and we're covering emotional intelligence. What's good, John? You all right over there? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you, bro. I can't hear you at all. You on mute?
Nope, I can't hear you at all, bro. Oh, say something. Nope. This has been a hell. God love was uh, uh, John on mute. Um, John is not on mute. He's not on mute at all. I think we're just gonna have to end up going to get a um a different streaming service because this is this ain't gonna work. Oh, and there go Diami. Diamin. I be saying his name. I be I be calling you Diami. <laughs> I'm like, that's Diami. You know, it's I mess a name up. I really do. All right, I'm All right. Um, now where did John go? Okay, there he go. Okay, it's it's starting to come together. It's four minutes in. I want to apologize for having everyone waiting. Um this evening I had a family matter to deal with, so I didn't get a chance to get home enough in time to get myself together. But I want to thank everyone for being so patient. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and open it up for my for my for my brothers. Um, this is God level things people don't want to talk about. Brought to you by God level. I am a nurse. I am a mother. I'm an entrepreneur, and also I have this podcast. John, you want to go ahead and represent yourself? We can't hear you. You freaking kidding me? <laughs> turn your mic on, John. Turn your turn. Turn it on. Are you plugged in? Are you plugged in? All right. Well, King Newborn, you want to go ahead and represent yourself? Wow. Peace, peace, peace. This is uh, King Newborn. <laughs> this is King Newborn. Uh, uh, please try, please follow me on all social media platforms at uh, Newborn Everything. And as always, I am peace, peace, peace. Mm. Diamond, you want to go ahead and represent yourself? Etepu, beloved, Uncle Jasenev. This Ooh. is Diamond, master of spiritual science, teacher of spiritual science. Um, life coach, actually even beyond life coach, uh, fitness trainer, nutritionist, all things human and divine. Mm. Peace. Beautiful. Again, I want to apologize for the technical difficulties that we are having right now. It's looking like we're going to have to go ahead and get a new streaming platform Restream is not meeting our needs at this moment. John is still having some technical difficulties right now. We cannot hear him, but we're going to go. And I really need to step away to get myself together. But we're going to go ahead and get started, even with, with my picture not being up there. Um, this week's topic is emotional intelligence. Um, John posed the question. Let me see. There's nothing showing up on my Facebook or YouTube. What? Don't say that. Check your YouTubes. Nothing. Okay, I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing up. Okay, damn. I, I do read out loud, don't I? <laughs> I am so sorry. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm posted. Hey, J-Love. Um, this week, John posed the question, 
I love him when he comes up with these these questions. It'd be great. Um, and I'm gonna go back to it. What does emotional intelligence mean to you? First things first, I wanna thank everyone who who chimed in on that, who answered. I really appreciate it. Um, to go back and read some of the comments that was made, um, someone posted intolerance. Um, knowing how a person um, has made you feel, rather it be negative or positive, and being able to express that emotion verbally and or physically, um, ooh, yeah, in an intentional way, while also being open to accepting and understanding the emotions of other, rather it be positive or negative. Someone else wrote, ability to know when you're thinking with emotions. It's going to be very important for, um, we're going to break, I need to break that down. Um, clarity and balance, knowledge of self, um, my ability to react and not react, the ability to receive and process information without responding or reacting based on feelings and emotion. And I want to say we have all done that. I know I have um, moved based off of emotions. Oh, yeah, thank you. You post the number. That'd be great. I would ask John to chime in on that, but we can't hear him. Diamond, you want to chime in on that? <laughs> you know, I was um, I was looking uh, forward to learning from John today. Uh, yes, because you know what, what I what I found is that uh, on the subject of emotional intelligence, um, it plays out differently on the platform of leadership. And in person, in people's personal lives, it plays out different uh, when it comes to spiritual ascension, and mm -hmm. so, um, and so there's there there are different ways. And you know me, I like to my mind is always focused on spiritual ascension, but right. because of that, um, I, I also have to bring an understanding to myself about how people are viewing this from a level of personal, just personal growth, not necessarily spiritual growth, but just personal growth. And uh, and I, I just wanted to um, really sit back because I know John is real, real good with that because he's so mm -hmm. connected uh, to everybody, yeah. you know, in that kind of way. And uh, so I was really looking forward to that. And I, and I, I just didn't want to be jumping the gun and, <laughs> and, and, and looking no. back. But do let me say this because... Um, uh, Somebody, you said somebody had, had mentioned intolerance. Mm -hmm. Emotional intelligence is intolerance. Is that what they were saying? John? Can you hear us now? Yeah, we can't hear uh, you. We can't hear you. We cannot hear you. Last week, the chat wasn't working. The week before, people was getting booted off. Now John is having technical difficulties. We're really going to have to go ahead and move to a new streaming platform. Um, I'm not happy with Restream right now, and my daughter is calling me. She knows it's seven o'clock. And your and your John. Oh, I guess he can't hear me. But I was going to say, uh, I know he knows how to select his microphone and everything. Um, yeah, unplug it. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. It's been full of, full of uh, technology. Yes. 
So and this is a good topic. You know what? It's it's so good. We're just gonna have to go ahead and make it a part two now because you why? He, he couldn't get it. He's yeah. He's working with it. Yeah. Um, I, I I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So you know what what I was saying though was uh, when somebody had described um, emotional intelligence as intolerance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, that's that's vague. I would really really love to know what they meant by that. I would really like right. to understand where they're coming from with that because um, I just I can't I can't connect those two. So wherever that person's perspective is, I would love to hear that. Love to hear that perspective. Um, so, mm-hmm. and and what were some other ones you said? Because I, I heard some other good stuff. I did see the thread. Uh, I was just in and out because I, I I don't have the luxury. Oh yeah, it's 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 a thread. All right, um, being able to identify, feel, and process emotions without injuring those around you, being tactful, ooh, but concise, ooh, go girl, being well versed in the knowledge of human emotion and being able to identify compartment emotions from communication or actions. If you learn to identify data, thoughts, emotions, then actions, you got the information game on lock. Mm. You can't move um, with emotions. You can't. Oh, with anything. With anything. Mm-hmm. Even if even if it's if if it's a good emotion, and I'm gonna give you an example. Um, oh, this has been a, a very. Uh, I would say. I've learned a lot this week. I've learned a lot this week. Um, I ordered some hats. The hats came in. When I found the hats that I want for my business, I immediately got excited. Um, But I've noticed that I've conditioned myself that if I get too excited, something always goes wrong. So I'm going to have to recondition my mind to be excited about the finishing product. But at that time, to be focused on my intention and pay attention. Well, I get the hats in, they look good. It wasn't until the next day that I noticed that the hats had a green visor up under it. So I go to my computer thinking maybe they made a mistake. Go back to look at the hats and I remember being excited in that moment, finding what it is that I want, but I wasn't reading everything to the left, which said this hat comes with a green visor. So I'm sitting here and I want to get upset, but I had to ask myself, okay, what can I learn from this situation? Let's see. There you go. What can I learn from? I'm, I'm John, I am so sorry you're having. I don't, yeah, we're going to have to move to a different um, streaming platform. We, we definitely, yeah, I'm going to make that number one priority this week um, to move to a different platform because. We're having too many technical difficulties. Next, last week, the chat wasn't working. It's like, you know, I'm feeling a, a little, just a little attack, you know, just a little. Uh, 
Oh, look at him. You know what? I'm the engineer. Anyway. So I'm sitting here, um, and that's when I sent out the group text, anyone available, because I can just feel myself getting upset about this. It was a minor mistake, but it cost. But I'm sitting here like, okay, what can I learn from this? I remember something uh, my brother told me a long time ago. He said, when you start your business, don't focus on the money. Focus on getting your product out there. So I made up a plan. I devised a plan to give the hats away for free with each purchase. Uh -huh. And the next thing that I've learned is, okay, it's okay to be excited, but be excited about the finishing um, product. But when you're in the midst of have, handling business, pay very close attention. You have to you have to separate that emotion. Oh, oh, oh yes. Details. Separate emotion from details. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that's what I've learned this week. Mm -hmm. So you know, I and then I you have to also keep in mind that when you're building a business or building a brand, you're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Consistency and oh, don't give up. Do not give up. So yeah, that that's that's my scoop. Anybody else want to chime in? We we got you now, John. Go for it, brother. Oh yeah. man, uh, yeah, this is you, baby. Yeah, I'm up here. I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> you know, um even where to begin. Um, first off, um, I'm glad you guys were able to tap in and, and kind of uh, highlight some of the, you guys did talk about uh, some of the definitions that were in the uh, the comments, right? Yeah, we talked about a few of them, but, but there was plenty. There was a lot of them. <laughs> All right. So, you know, one thing that I think is very, very captivating about emotional intelligence is um, it's two parts, right? Emotional intelligence which indicates that emotions are a type of intelligence, right? So there are several intelligences that, uh, that are out there, um, at least within the realm of psychology. Um, but it's more so about a way of thinking about information. It, so there's access to the information, right? And then there's the interpretation of the information. So information is power, um, power is ability, and hence, it refers to our power over our emotional experiences and the emotional information as well, right? And we are not our emotions. Um, there is an I, there is a me, there is an observer of this emotional information. And observation is our base experience. I think a lot of us forget about that. Observation is our, our base experience. Um, we spoke about meditation last week. And if you consider that um, one of the core ingredients of meditation is observation, this implies that we are not our senses. We are not our um, sensations. We are not just our bodies, right? Uh, we are not our emotions. And yet we find ourselves identified with our emotions. I am angry. I am sad. I am depressed. I am anxious. We're clinging on to this emotional information as if this is what we are, right? And and then that's not the case. So there, we, we, we become like ruled over our emotions. Like whoever the observer is becomes the emotion, 
by whether it be consciously or unconsciously, right? But um, you're connected to your emotions, but or well, assuming, right? You're connected to your emotions, but you are not your emotions. But in any case, I, I thought that was very fascinating. Um, first coming across the concept, um, but the first element to emotional intelligence is self-awareness, right? Um, uh, now, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back before we start, you know, diving into, you know, the, the grit of emotional intelligence. Um, so it's the concept itself um, was popularized by Daniel Goleman, if I got his name right. So it's, is, it, is it Daniel Goleman? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it should be Daniel Goldman. Uh, he did that in the 90s. Uh, I believe the originator was um, a psychologist named Wayne Payne in the 80s. He had like a dissertation. Um, they also talk about um, emotional intelligence as EQ uh, as opposed to IQ. Now, the interesting thing about this is emotional intelligence can't really be measured, but they have psychometric tests. So there's emotional intelligence tests that are out there. But if you want an accurate um, assessment, you usually get a psychometric test, right? But um, so now that, that that's out the way, you know, the, the term was coined in the 90s. It was popularized by Daniel Goldman. He came out with a few books um, on emotional intelligence. I've only read one of them, uh, um, which was his first edition. Uh, he has a 2.0. Uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, and there's a lot of books out there. Um, one in particular that I like, um, it's not necessarily dealing with emotional intelligence, but this one, I swear by this one. Oh, gosh. Okay, I hope y'all can. Oh, it's kind of like fading out. No. Okay. Yeah, put it in front of me. Right? Yeah. Okay. Put it in front of me. Is that what that is? All right. So, all right. <laughs> Letting go. This one right here. This took my emotional intelligence up a notch. Um, now, it's part science, part spirituality. And I like books like that because I like to deal with a little bit of empiricism and I also like to deal with the spiritual, uh, the spiritual aspect of things. So um, he's an MD, he's a P, uh, PhD. I, I, I actually got one of these books for, uh, for God level as a gift some some years ago yeah it was like some years ago i got that uh, as a gift for her i got that for my queen um who else I, i've got I've, I've gotten this book for several people because it, it works but it it talks about emotions as a state of consciousness right and so this ties back into emotional intelligence it, it really deals with the states of consciousness right so um if we speak about this uh, in terms of like what the elements are composed of, um, generally speaking, there's uh, self-awareness, there's self-regulation, there's social skills, there's empathy, um, and then there's motivation. Um, one of the commenters uh, over the weekend, Jim, love Jim. Man has a crazy sense of humor, but he's also very, very smart. He made, uh, he made uh, or he pretty much highlighted an element that we don't really consider. And that's the ethical nature behind emotional intelligence. So while it's uh, a goal in order to use the ability as it relates to our human experiences, there are those who use emotional intelligence for um, malicious um, intent, right? And like, I didn't really think about it 
from that level, like, all right, this is an ability, you use it for good, but it's like, well, dang, you could use your kinesthetic intelligence for bad. You can use your uh, rational, logical intelligence for bad. Uh, you could use any of your, intel your social intelligence for bad, right? So it's like, dang, all right, we still have to consider the character that employs emotional intelligence, right? So um, when we're talking about self-awareness being sort of like the basis of all this, this is about um, being aware of your emotional experience and being able to name it, identify it, um, being able to discern what it really is, and you're doing this non-judgmentally, might I add. Um, but this is all in, in the sake of managing it, so therefore there's self-regulation, which means that you're not impulsive or hasty in your behaviors that are motivated or charged by your emotion. Um, so, and it also implies that you can reduce the intensity of the emotion. And then there's uh, the motivation, which, you know, gives you the drive towards, um, you know, connecting with others and navigating your environment. There's the empathy, which is the, uh, the cornerstone of emotional intelligence. And um, what a lot of people don't understand about uh, empathy, or actually, it's not that they don't understand, we get confused, is empathy gives you access. But it doesn't, it's not the same as compassion. Compassion makes you move. Empathy gives you access to the emotional information. So it's not quite the same. And we emphasize having empathy with others, but empathy could also lead to emotional fatigue, right? So we got to be careful when we're pushing for, for, for empathy. And there's different types of empathy, right? And then there's the social skills, you know, um, something dealing with, uh, you know, leadership, uh, your ability to lead, your ability to connect with others. You know, this is, these are all elements of, of emotional intelligence. Now, I'm, I'm going to be very clear here. I am not a master of emotional intelligence. I am just as fresh on the concept as a lot of people, um, especially given the time frame. Came out in the 90s. Um, or popularized in the 90s, and then it starts getting a bit of a cultural foothold in uh, the, the mid uh, or the early 2010s, right? I didn't hear about this until I went to college. Uh, so that was, what, 2014, 15? 2015, I come across this. Around that time, I'm what? Okay, uh, I'm like 31. I'm 31 when I come across this concept. Now, it's not to say that um, we haven't been practicing with emotional intelligence, but if we really think about what this really pertains to, it's about our survival on a biological level, on a human level, this is about survival. Um, and I know that, uh, or I recall that, uh, Saba Diamond has spoke about the nature of emotions, especially within the context of, you know, uh, neuroscience, you know, that these are merely chemical reactions. Um, but, I don't want to hog up the mic too much, so I'm going to go ahead and pass. Pass it around, see what anybody else has to say. Hey, uh, John, real quick, so I ask you expound on empathy uh, real quick one more time. Oh, expound. Okay. Uh, so, again, empathy is about your uh, ability to connect with another person's um, um, emotions. So, there is an empath, right? An empath. Uh, relates to people's emotional experiences on a spiritual level, right? And of course, it's still processed um, the same way, you know, cognitive or uh, neurologically, it's still processed the same. But on a spiritual level, um, it is said that an empath is able to uh, connect to other people's feelings. And 
even um, people that they're not physically present with, right? So it can be, um, I don't know, your mom, your uncle, your friend, and suddenly you just, um, you're just overwhelmed with sadness or grief, and you feel that because something has happened to them. You know, that relates to an empath. But when we're talking about empathy, this is about access to emotional information, and usually we pick that up through sensory input. Um, so what I'm saying here is you're in front of somebody. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're looking at their facial expression, uh, and you're able to read their facial expression. You're able to read their body language. You're reading them, hence you're getting access to the emotional information. You're saying, yo, what's going on behind the flesh, what's going on beneath this surface, what's going on with you. And that information gives you insight on the internal environment of the person that you're observing, and it allows you to resonate with them. So, all right, you're, you're feeling anxious, or you look uncomfortable, or, oh, I can tell you're disgusted by that, or, dang, I can tell you're very reserved and apprehensive, right? Empathy allows you to connect on a human level, uh, connect on an emotional level and level with them, right? So you're there with them. You're present with them when you're empathizing with somebody. Now, empathy doesn't have to just be emotional either. It could be psychological as well. So there's cognitive empathy. And when we say cognitive empathy, we're talking about perspective taking. So it's that whole saying of put, put myself in your shoes, right? What is it like to be this person at this moment or in that experience. If I'm giving you a poem and it's highly visual, it's highly sensory, you're able to put yourself in my shoes as I'm telling the story, right? So that's basically empathy. It gives you access to the emotional uh, information. And that's what we're speaking about as it relates to emotional intelligence. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. This is John's. This is John's show today. We're gonna go ahead and coin this John's show today. Um, I, I got a confession. I, I just learned what uh, emotional intelligence is. Mm -hmm. Oh, you um, mean like today? Like no, like this week. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Like I, I just learned. Um, okay, I got to right there. Um, when you grow, when children like myself grow up in a survival home, you're 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 in survival mode all the time. Um, the only two strong emotions that I was um, exposed to was fight and love, fight and love, fight and love. That's it. 
they fight, then they love, then they fight, then and I'm just like that. That's it. So yeah, um, when people grow up in a home that is based in love, they've learned what emotional intelligence is um, a long time ago. Mm. Well, uh, the thing about it is, the more I hear about this, the more it really sounds like um, behavioral management more so than emotional intelligence. Mm. That's what it really sounds like. Yeah, Yeah, it don't. You 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 remember how I broke down what emotions are, and uh, and so we're reaction. We're 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 talking about um, the outer expression that is influenced by emotion. Yeah. Okay. So we talk. Well, so that outer expression is what we're talking about. Behavior. It becomes behavior. Okay. You know. So. Um, so then, it's it's about controlling your behavior. So control of action, which is a virtue that mm-hmm. that we live by. But that itself, uh, and if you want to control your outer expression, then you must control um, the the way that you are influenced by how you feel and the thing about it is is transcending those feelings because and this is why i was saying before that i wanted to you know just hear um you know perspective that john is bringing because i have my idea of what emotions are what emotional intelligence and i say it cannot be uh that cannot be um understood without talking about the chemical structure of emotion Really, that's the only way that emotions exist is chemically. And it only exists in the body. And for those who don't understand that you are not your body, then those emotions become not just real, but it becomes a part of their identity. And so and when it becomes part of their identity, then, of course, they're going to express whatever emotion that comes up. So that, so that itself becomes the source of the quality of the relationships that they have. And that's with whoever whether intimate or with other friends, family members, or what have you, right? So in order to, if, if people think, like a lot of people will say, it's natural, it's so natural for us to get angry, like, and they make it like, that's okay. Like, it's okay to get angry. It's okay to get, um, you know, to, to be, you know, fearful and things like this. And as I said before, uh, that's like it's saying it, it's okay to get diabetes. It, it's okay to get hi, have hypertension. It's okay uh, to to be susceptible to disease. You know that's that's saying that that's weighing the same to me, because the thing about it is, the source of all of that truly is emotional responses, because it's stress. It's stress on the organs. And we know this because those chemicals that are produced inside start at the hypothalamus in the brain, you know, and then expressing through the uh, the uh, endocrine system that becomes the emotions. And if they are present in the body for too long, they actually start to debilitate the organ systems and their function. And so that itself means and whatever comes after that is going to be disease. So that is the source of diabetes, hypertension, and so forth. That's the source of it all. So that means these emotions cannot be natural to us if they are going to throw us out of balance to the point of where we are diseased and it shortens our lives. We are here. We came here to thrive, not to 
you know, not to be in that survival mode. But the thing about it is, is that how do you gain that balance to uh, to be healthy? How you know? So you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to be very proactive in managing your emotions so that you can manage your behavior. You see, and and the thing about it is, it's really about transcending these emotions. But to me, emotional intelligence. Uh, and I think I, I I did look at the uh, the whole layout, and I thought it was a well laid out. Um, um, thing, but it it more so described behavior uh, intelligence more so than emotional intelligence. That's what it, that, but that's just to me. That's what I saw when I looked at it. You know. So anyway, so I, I just want I just wanted to put that out there because I'm listening to the responses that a lot of people gave, and and it, it and then to me that still it 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 still kind of confirms that it's a behavioral thing. You know, it's a behavioral thing because everybody's talking about the way they behave, you know, in response to emotions. So anyway, I'll, I'll leave, leave it there and we'll we'll talk about that in depth. Um, All right. We have a call. We have a caller. Hi, Miss D. How are you? Oh, can y'all hear her? No. OK, go ahead. Try it again. Hi, how are you guys doing? OK, good. Okay, we're good. Do you want to share your um, comment on tonight's um, emotional intelligence? Well, um, my thing with it, um, speaking on the subject, what it says, emotional intelligence. What I get out of that is that not uh, something that's, you know, to me, my opinion is that we read up on a lot of things. We go up with, you know, the doctors say what they study, etc. But everything that is always spiritual with me. Like when I called in for the very first session when mm -hmm. you guys first started out, it was such a blessing to speak. So what I'm going to say is uh, about emotional intelligence is that that's something that we was born with. We was born with all these senses. You know, we could smell, hear, touch, you know, things like that. And we have emotions. When somebody, the Bible says, when you, when somebody come into the world, we supposed to cry. When they leave out the world, we supposed to rejoice. So for me, emotional intelligence is being in tune that we are human. You know, we, you know, people say it's not good to get angry. But that's a emotion that we have. Now, it becomes a problem when, when the emotions override you and you kill someone or, or you just go off the deep end. But I feel as though emotional intelligence is when you come to know that it's okay to get emotional. It's, it's okay to, to have emotions. But just know how to control those emotions and not allow them to get out of hand. Because we are emotional beings. We're human. We're not robots. When we speaking up on emotional intelligence, to me it sounds like we're talking about machines, computers. We human beings. So that's my outlook on emotional mm. intelligence. I love it. I love it. Right, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I really yes, appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right, hun. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. All right. Oh, wow. 
being responsible, being responsible as it relates to, to emotion. What not is your response? Allowing, when you have a, not allowing your emotions to control you. Like, it's a question of what is your, your intention, right? What are your intentions in your social relationships? You know, uh, functions. What, what are some of the functions of emotions in our human experiences, right? Um, we, we have emotions to prepare us for action. Um, anger calls us to restore justice. Um, fear calls us to protect ourselves. Surprise um, moves us to explore more. Sadness um, could prime us to call for help or to reintegrate into the community, into human experiences, right? You could feel sad when you feel disconnected or you experience a loss. So it could be a call to, to reintegrate. Um, emotions um, allow us to connect socially, right? So uh, if we look at this from even just an evolutionary perspective, we're not the only um, organisms on this planet with emotions, right? The limbic system. The limbic si uh, system is said to uh, govern uh, primarily, at least, it governs a, a host of our emotions, right? So um, if you look at it, like, I mean, you're going to look at other, ma you're gonna look at other mammals. They experience emotions as well. Um, but when they're experiencing emotions, it really ties into their survival, right? And, uh, of course, you know, what Asaba Diamond, he gave a course on this about the triune brain, right? We, we have the neocortex. We have the limbic system. We have the reptilian brain, right? Um, so it's the neocortex that allows us to rule over our emotions. We, we don't have to be subjective to them. So it's, okay, I observe that I have this emotion, and I can decide if I'm conscious, right? If I'm conscious of this emotion, and I don't identify with it, I'm not attached to it, I observe it for what it is, and I say, I can decide what I'm going to do with this emotion, right? And there's typically, uh, typically three ways, four ways, but it's like two of them are kind of one, suppression and repression, right? Then there's expression, and then there's like avoidance, right? So that's generally how we, we deal with our emotions. So it's a question of what is our intention when we have an emotional experience? What is the ultimate um, goal when you're having an emotional experience? Are we having emotions just to be having emotions? Or are we trying to be conscious in our relationships with each other, conscious in our interactions with life? because emotions could also um, bring more meaning. They can add more meaning to your experiences. I mean, um, if I want to become a personal trainer, right, this is my idea of becoming a, a personal trainer, I should have a feeling about that, right? That feeling, if it's a positive feeling, it's going to yeah. influence me. It's going to push me, guide me to want to lean into that experience. But if I'm disgusted or apprehensive about being a personal trainer, I'm going to pull back. Same thing with dating. If I'm not having a pleasant time, if I'm not having a good time with this person, if I'm not feeling this person, right. I'm having a negative experience about this, uh, a negative uh, emotion about this person, right? I'm, I don't know, anxious around this person. It's probably going to motivate me to pull back, right? So we have, uh, th there are functions for the emotion, and I think that's a, a critical component in all this is recognizing what is your intention when you're having this emotion, questioning it, just to figure out, am I responding appropriately? Am I um, exercising due responsibility with my emotion? That's right. That's right.
I'm sorry. I, I've been listening and also reading some of the comments. Mm -hmm. I, I have no idea who this person is. Behavior management, controlling your behavior. Control the way you are influenced by how you feel. I don't know who this person is. Feel free to call in emotional responses. Yeah, that sounds um, that sound like they were saying exactly what I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Emotions yeah. can throw you out of. Oh, that's Ernestine. That's Ernestine. Okay, yeah, I see you on my page. Yeah, that's Ernestine. Okay, yeah. Um, being uh, be very proactive in managing your emotions, uh, and though in your emotions and managing your behavior, intelligence starts in the mind. Hold on, because I'm moving too fast. Then it's put into behavior. It is also a spiritual thing. Because um, part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control, temperance. It's not part of it. That's the absolute goal oh, oh, of the spirit. I, I mm -hmm. love her. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. the absolute goal. One one thing we got to do, we, we got to stop trying to ride the line. When I hear people uh, trying to say that we are humans and uh. that that we are uh, that we we are born with emotions and emotions, we have to have them. You're trying to ride the line, okay? Look, either you're going to evolve or you're not, okay? Man. So that, that's one or the other. You, are, if you're comfortable with just being human, then that's fine. But that is not your nature. You know, that's not your nature. And I'm just saying uh, right now, the, the reason why this is so important is because of where we are cosmically, what age we are going into, and the vibration that we must cultivate in order to move on with the new age, it's a vibrational requirement. So this, this is this is so important that, that we as mankind understand who we are. When we talk about we are made in the likeness, not the image of God, because God itself has no image. It has a likeness. It has a quality with which we are also endowed with. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In quality, not quantity. We don't see the quantity until we all come together. And we cannot come together if we have different emotions repelling each other. You understand? So we, mm. have to, we have to understand what emotion, which one is necessary, and which one only allows us to finally come together. Right. You see what I'm saying? It, it's not anger. It's not hate. None of, those, none of those are no good. The reason why we can subject ourselves to them is because man is endowed with, with freedom of choice. And that has to be in order for us to be the vehicles of God in the world. God cannot even enter into the world except through man. You must understand that. But you must match with God's vibration. And it's only through one expression. And that is love. 
It's not through hate. It is not through anger. It's not through fear. It's not through sadness and worry. I'm just saying, understand this. That's God's, God's energy is your nature. Oh, and all yeah. these other negative emotions are opposed to that nature. Okay, so so I, I just want y'all to understand that I'm almost dying hearing some <laughs> hearing some of this. I'm almost dying because because and, and it's not your fault. It's the fault of the world and how society has conditioned us to uh, to remain in our human nature. And that the human part of us, that is that is the physical part of our beingness. Remember, I explained before that the word human is composed of hummus man. Hamas means earthly. That's the physical, earthly part of our being. All right? Aside from that, there is a divineness within that dwells within that. The human is the body. It is the vessel. It is not that which dwells within. That which answers for I am is not the body. That is not human. It transcends humanity. It was here before it, the first body was created. Before there was a physiological plan for a human body, the I am existed, and that was you. You know, so this is what 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 this is what just what we must understand. Because if we don't, we're going to continue to suffer in life. We're going to continue to ruin relationships. We're going to continue to see war and all this other stuff we don't like. And remember that you play a part in that. Yeah. So as long as you harbor your negative emotions, just understand that's the part you're playing. Mm. So when you wake up tomorrow, you've done nothing to contribute to a better world. Wow. So I'm going to leave it right there. But, you know, I just no. had to get that off my chest. Oh, yeah. Firmly and aggressively at times. <laughs> I heard it, honey. I was like, ooh, this, is a, is this, this hit a nerve, just a little one. <laughs> newborn, you have anything you want to add to the subject, to the conversation? Because you just sitting back there observing. I already know. <laughs> uh, first of all, let me say peace, peace, peace. Right. Peace, um, King. Peace. Uh, I, I want to uh, <clears throat> say thank you for uh, Brother Diamond, uh, Master John Skywalker, and God Level. Um, for breaking it down from their standpoint and uh, research. Uh, of course, you know, I always am given a opportunity to chime in uh, on the subject matters that we have. And this one right here, it hit home to me as well. Um, yeah. This is something that I constantly enforce. Uh, my sister can acknowledge this uh, since she's um, on a physical plane. Um, I enforce this heavily when it comes to um, dealing with the emotions that come from women. And it's not a disrespect. It's not a shot. It's just saying that, you know, uh, being a male, uh, we can tend to be emotionless uh, mm. because we haven't been taught emotional intelligence. Mm. Uh, so this was something that uh, I tend to practice to try to listen with an attentive ear so that way I won't miss the details of particular things that are actually being said, not from the standpoint or the eyesight of myself, but from the standpoint and the eyesight uh, from my sister. Uh, and that's that's key and it's important. Uh, I also want to point out dealing with uh, emotional intelligence. 
I'm gonna do a little spin, but I'm gonna piggyback off John Walker and uh, Brother Diamond. Um, dealing with emotional intelligence is not negative nor positive, period. And to be clear, this is something that is taught from birth. This is something that you don't know nothing about. That's true. Facts. This is something that you don't know nothing about. Uh, all of these words that we are using, you don't know nothing about. But yet, you are experiencing a human experience. Uh, from birth all the way up to you 12, which at 12, you're considered to be a grown adult. Most people don't understand that, but hey, this is true. Uh, during this time frame, everything that you experience as an adult, you've been taught as a child. Like my sister pointed out, and I'm going to, emotional intelligence was never taught in the home front. It was taught survival. How to make it through. How to deal with certain things. Yes. And don't express no emotion. Just take it for what it is. This is what I said it is. That's what it's going to be. Uh, when you start to deal with uh, emotional intelligence, you're applying knowledge, uh, which is another part of resource to have access to uh, tools to represent these particular things. The diamond said, uh, when it comes down to dealing um, with the word love, love is an action. It is something that you're naturally born with. You don't even know that you're using it. It's just something that you, you, you're born with. You're born with the uh, understanding I'm attached to my mother, protected by my father. This is not something that you're taught as a child. You just know that this is a safe haven. This is, this is where it is, and I'm okay. I can act out, do whatever I want to, and I'm not going to be judged as a child. Unless I go against one of their emotional intelligence, then I'll be reprimanded. You know what I'm saying? But again, this is something that you're taught. Um, as a child, you only understand to deal with your five uh, senses, like Ms. Uh, D. Wells was saying when she called in. That's all you understand, which is touch, taste, see, and hear. Uh, uh, what I say? Touch, taste, see, hear. Yeah. Yeah, say it yeah. again. Yeah. That's how. So it's concrete, yeah. concrete reality. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So with with that uh, sensibility, there's nothing being told to you that uh, you're suffering from PTSD. You're suffering from uh, emotional intelligence. You're suffering from pain, struggle, anything. The brain, all the brain wants is information. Period. Yes. Information and new experience, consistency. That's all the brain wants. Uh, thank you uh, for the person that chimed in and said, "I forgot about that one." But um, oh, you did sis. Appreciate I did, you. but I was Thank trying to be God. low. I was low with it because I didn't want to oh, overtime okay. you. Go ahead. No, it's peace. Um, but through all these uh, uh sensories, you're taught like don't do this, don't do that. You can't do this, you can't do that. You can't like this, you can't like that. You mm -hmm. can't uh, interact with this, but you can't interact with that. Then now you start putting terms and conditions with these words that associate to emotional intelligence. But for the most part, you're still not even taught that. These are just directions that's been passed down to you that you're supposed to follow and apply and right. a set of rules and guidelines like, yo, this is what it feels like to be in love. This is what it feels like to be in love. This is what it feels like to practice discernment. This is what it feels like to be hated on, to be jealous. You know, you're taught all these particular things, which brought us to the yeah. point today. 
How do you control your emotions, which is dealing with emotional intelligence? How do you control control your behavior? How do you control, control your response? Your non-response. How do you control these particular things? Like, do you do you take time out to check yourself before you even respond? Um, we had a, a while back when um, one of our episodes we were talking. Um, I think it was either dealing with um, uh, women uh, and depression. I think mm -hmm. that's what we was dealing with. But anyway, uh, okay. the point the point I'm uh, trying to get to is that when you allow yourself to react emotionally before you take the time out to digest what has actually happened, like all the details, the complete narrative, not just the section that you found to be most arousing to you to where you flip out or like like the comments just said, be slow to anger. And slow well, to speak. And slow to speak, yeah, but if you never was taught anger, how could you express that? How could you even respond in that manner if you never was taught that? Like that's that's not something you you know that's not something that you just automatically start to do. That's something that you're taught. That's something that you had to see in the home front consistently. Yeah, these are behavioral conditions that have been passed down to you. So even though a person may be hurt, that doesn't mean they're not teaching you something. It might not be what you want to learn, but you're definitely being taught. That's still a part of emotional intelligence. You know, you, and we got to be careful of that. We talked about beating kids and giving whoopings. Hold on one second. This is things we don't want to talk about. This is God level. Who do I have on the line right now? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carlos. Peace, peace, oh, peace. Carlos. Okay, okay. Yeah, peace, peace, peace to peace, the king. Peace, peace. peace, brother. How you doing this evening? Uh, but, but I want to say something real quick to Carlos A. Brown. I hope he can hear me. Carlos A. Brown. You know what I'm saying? We can't say Carlos A. Brown no more. We got we to gotta throw that sir on us, sir. Sir. Oh, sir. Go ahead with your comments, sir. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Has the definition of what the emotion is been understood? Well, what emotion is he talking about? 
ask him to, to define the emotion, uh, to clarify the emotion he's I'm talking about. Saying, Can I'm you the definition of what emotion are? Yeah. Yeah. So my understanding of uh, emotion is just your relationship. No. No, 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 no. Explain, explain to me then what a difference between emotion is and just your your relationship with your mood. With your mood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so so you so you you're talking about one thing that merges into another. Emotions mm-hmm. can determine your mood. You see, they, they are precursor to mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, and it all depends on the emotion. Emotions are vibrational qualities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if, if we want to give it a definition, let's call it a vibrational quality, right? Now, uh, I was, I wanted, are you, are you on Facebook? Can you see us? Uh, yeah. If you're not, that's uh, if you he said yes. Okay, he can. All right, because yeah, what I want to do. He said okay. it's a bit of a delay, but he can see us. I see. I see. Okay, so what I want to do is you understand that each emotion has a vibration at which it expresses. It's it's been it's been measured. This has been scientifically measured. So these are vibrational qualities, right? So when we talk about uh, everyone that's registered as a low vibration are these negative emotions like anger, fear, worry, sadness, jealousy, and so Apathy. forth. Right? Mm-hmm. And these things can determine what mood you're in. You know? So, but you you can also be in a good mood if you're experiencing happiness, joy, love, and excitement. so forth. Excitement yeah. and things like that, right? So, so that, so all those determine what mood you're going to be in. Now, the, here's right. the thing about here's yeah, the thing. About saying your relationship with your mood. Wait, say it again, beloved. So, isn't that basically saying your relationship with your mood because you how you respond to it is the part where you show your emotion. Well, well, the thing about moods is your expression. That's going to be how you're expressing the emotion that you are actually experiencing. So that that's the relationship. It's not like you can, you're, you're going to respond according, your mood is going to be your response according to the uh, uh, ex, um, emotion that you're experiencing, right? So right. I'm just having a hard time following you when you say your relationship with your mood. You see, I, I, when I say relationship, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I'm me as in how you react to your mood. Well, okay, I love that. I, I could go with that. So, how you react to your mood? What's your response? So, you understand that first there has to be another insertion of another quality in order for you to react to your mood. Other than that, you've been taken by your mood, right? So in order to recognize I'm experiencing this vibrational quality, this emotion, and this got me in this mood, I've got to stop because I don't want to express this way. Now you that's a whole different frequency that you're interjecting just to observe the mood. You see? 
just to observe it. Now you've changed it. What you've done was you removed the vibration. So now you're at a state of peace because that's what it takes to observe it. You have to separate yourself from the emotion and the mood in order to even know that that this is where you are and I'm going to determine whether or not I want to express this way or not. So you have to separate. So that's proof itself that there is something, there's a differentiation between the feeling and the being itself. So that I am is what stops and puts space between what's been felt and what's determined to be expressed. You see? So that's that's a good one. Now I can follow you on that. When you realize that, now you realize there is a relationship. There is a relationship. But you have to know, you have to separate. You cannot identify with the vibration itself, with the emotional vibration, because you're going to automatically go into that mood and now everybody's got to deal with your mood because you don't, you don't know that that, that ain't you. You could, you completely identifying with it. Does that make, does that make sense? I'm following you. I'm following you. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. Uh, before I go, and before Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Peace to your beloved. Peace, 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 bro. Oh, my God. Thank Sir you for calling Brown. in, sir. Yeah, <laughs> Can I just say Mr. Brown? Can I just call him Mr. Brown? Mr. Brown is fine. <laughs> my brother said I have to say sir, Mr. Brown. Sir Brown. Sir Brown. Thank you for calling in, Sir Brown. I really appreciate it. Did you have anything else you want to add? Who? Which one? Oh, he's gone. That's it. Oh. Oh, okay. I was also going to um, highlight that there is, um, you know, just to kind of add to the distinction between a mood and emotion, mood is like, uh, it's, it's a larger expression, right? So, uh, like uh, Saba Diamond was saying, emotions tend to influence the mood, right? So moods last longer than emotions. So if you if you realize if you notice, you have a good mood and a bad mood, right? Mm. So that's like bigger. So you could have a medley of emotions influencing a good mood. Therefore, that's the climate, right? That's the climate. The overall climate is. Oh, John is in a good mood. There's no specific emotion. It's hard for you to identify it. And you won't see it so much in my, my, uh, my facial expression. So with emotions, there's usually like uh, specific expressions. Um, with a mood, there's no specific event, right? So there's no reason, per se, for you to be in a good mood. So it can be like, all right, uh, there was a series of events that gave me this, this, uh, this medley of emotions, which contributed to my overall mood. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like the sky. You just kind of look at the general mood of the sky, right? But it's influenced by a lot of these variables, right? Um, a mood is also not that intense compared to an emotion. Like an emotion can be very intense and it's also very brief. An emotion is, is typically very brief. So, when we're talking about mood and emotion, we make the uh, we make the distinction based off of of like the persistence of it, the specificity of it, um, how gradual it is, right? Because the mood is more 
Like it takes time to build up a mood, right? And then with an emotion, it's pretty rapid. You know, you can get angry really fast and get happy very fast and also very intensely, right? And then there's a variety of emotions, but there's not a variety of moods per se. Something else that we um we we um didn't really um we didn't really touch on, but that's related to that part also about the emotion, um at least in terms of defining it, because I I think that's what he was trying to do is, um trying to clarify I guess the definition of emotion maybe, but um there are elements right um there's the subjective experience. There's the physiological uh, experience, and then there's, like, uh, the, the behavioral response, right? So if we're talking about the subjective experience, we're talking about something that's, that's a bit higher, right? Physiological is more like, all right, your, your skin is uh, uh, perspiring. Um, you're breathing hard. Your heartbeat, your heart rate is up, right? Um, there's a, a hormonal uh, release through the endocrine, uh, the endocrine system, uh, and then there's the behavioral response, and what do you do with that energy once it's present, right, in the internal environment? How do you express it, right? Or do you express it? Is it repressed? So there's a behavioral response. So when we're talking about, you know, emotion in terms of an experience, you know, there's kind of, uh, there's pretty much like a top-down experience. Now, I will say this also. There are different theories of emotion, in the psychological literature that's out there, there are different theories of emotion. There are different theories um, regarding, like, um, how they relate to each other, what causes what. Theory is, is pretty relevant um, on this topic because it helps you to understand which way. Like, it gives you an understanding of uh, what causes emotion. So you'll have one theory that says thoughts cause emotion. You'll have that one theory. Then you'll uh, have another theory that says, your physiological environment uh, causes the emotion. So, all right, something touched your skin and or something um, something visual stimulated you and you had the emotion. So it was the body that gave inspiration to the emotion. You have that theory out there. And then you'll have another one that'll say, um, you know, it's a, uh, there's a neurological basis for it. So it's just merely a clinic. So you're going to have different theories of what emotion is. Uh, so, it's not necessarily about right or wrong, but it's just more so about understanding or having access to the framework that's going to give you understanding of, uh, of what emotions are, what role they play, and then, how, what, you know, what to do about them. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's what it really comes down to is when we have these emotional experiences, what, what do we do? You know, how does it, how does it uh, play into our relationships and our ability to connect with each other? In, in the meaning of our, our daily experiences, to say you have a family, for example, I have a family. What does that mean? Like, I have a concept. I have an intellectual concept of what that means. But an intellectual concept kind of makes it dry. So I know I have a family. But if I don't have a feeling about that, how is that going to change my interactions with my family? How is that going to influence the way that I treat my family, if it's just an intellectual concept. Shooting a gun is an intellectual concept too, right? But if you were to experience that and you're a somewhat healthy human being, if you were going to shoot somebody, the concept of shooting and then manifesting in a behavior, having an emotion to complement that gives that experience meaning, right? And it can influence 
essentially it will influence your fate, right? But ultimately, we're, we're, we're going to always come back to this. We're always going to come back to this. How are you navigating your emotions in terms of, you know, accessing them, reading them? And how do you use your emotions to create, to create the life that you desire? You're supposed to use them. They're not supposed to be using you, right? Okay. Are you using your emotions to create meaningful experiences? Yeah. All right. Now, now we're talking, brother. Keep going. Yeah. Right? So, it, <laughs> Keep going, so, so certain emotions, there's a, all right, so there, there's a wisdom to each emotion, okay? They should be teaching you, or not teaching you, they should be informing you of something, Let's just say, for example, uh, let's see, let's see. Anger could inform you of an area in your life where you need to be more patient. Mm. Anger could also inform you to be more humble, right? Or um, let's just uh, take happiness, right? Happiness can drive you towards the things that are pleasurable. It can drive you towards the things that um, help you to realize who you truly are, right? Pleasant experiences, um, sadness. Sadness can teach you compassion towards other human beings, right? Or uh, excitement. Excitement can, um, can, can teach you or show you, inform you to be more adventurous, to explore more and not be um, stuck in a shell, right? Each emotion has a certain wisdom. The information is there. That's why I, I say emotional information, because it's more so of, all right, I see what is going on here, right? Not as I'm identifying with the emotional experience, but more so as a participant in it. So I could look through my reality, or I could look at my reality through the lens of anger or the lens of disappointment. That's going to color my human experience. That's going to that's going to color my relationship. But is that what I truly desire? Is that what I want? Do I want to look at this person with fear and angst? Do I want to look at this person with anger? Do I want to look at this person with disappointment? Do I want to look at this person with regret? What is my intention with this emotion? What am I trying to accomplish? The information, which is emotional, is giving me feedback about this experience. And so I have to be cognitive, conscious, cognitive. I have to be conscious about that information, interpret it properly, and then respond. Hence, the response ability. I'm responding to my environment, both internal and external. Mm -hmm. I'm responding with an intent for something. It's like, what's your overall goal? I have a relationship with my son. What are my goals? As it, as it pertains to that relationship. As I said before, in this experience, in this vibration, it's about survival, but we're trying to get to thriving. We're trying to thrive, right? But this was something inherited, inherited uh, from an evolutionary perspective, right? We inherited in this body these organs, and these are all instruments for us to create these experiences. So you have to be aware that, all right, hey, I have these emotions, but what are they? What, are, what is each emotion? How do I know that I'm having these emotions? You got to clarify that within yourself so that you can also recognize it in, an, in another person, which will empower you to respond to them appropriately. 
Now, these emotions are processed neurologically. There are people um, that have damaged amygdalas, for example. That's like a, a organ in the limbic system, right? And if you have a damaged amygdala, amygdala, oh my gosh, I'm messing that up. If you have a damaged amygdala, you don't feel fear. You don't process, there's a part in your brain that will not process fear. And so you will look at a certain situation where most people would be running or um, freezing up or getting ready to fight, whereas this person doesn't feel anything. And so they're just like, okay, uh, yeah, this is the thing, it's here. And so it's just, it's, it's an intellectual thing for them. It's just, it's a thing, it's, it's a concept. All right, I see, yeah, this, there's, a snake, there's a snake right there, or yeah, I, I see that he has a gun. But the meaning, there's no emotional meaning for that experience. So he's not motivated to run like everybody else. He's just like, oh, oh okay, that's a gun. It's like, yeah, that's a gun. And we're like, oh, that's a gun. Right? He doesn't have that response. There's, there's nothing informing him to do that. Right? And genetic uh, predisposition, that's, a, that's another element to this. Some of our uh, emotional expressions are inherited genetically. Some of them, not all of them, right? Um, King Newborn had uh, alluded to that earlier about our conditioning. We get primed, primed earlier in our years for emotional expression through our culture. Sure do. We have gender differences in how we express, right? And I also want to clarify for the audience, limited emotional, or uh, limited emotional, limited emotional expression or a limited range of emotions, that's not the same as emotional intelligence. We're not trying to limit the range of emotions. We're trying to transcend them. We want to rule over them, okay? So it's acknowledging, like, all right, let's, let me take a step back. To respond compassionately to someone who is experiencing grief, do you think it is possible to respond appropriately to someone? Now, you might do this intellectually, but I mean, could you do it effectively without experiencing grief yourself? If you've never had that emotional expression, could you recognize, first off, recognize that they are grieving? And then secondly, you know or have the wisdom to respond to them so that they're at least comforted, so that they're not sitting with that emotion for too long, right? For you to care enough to say, I recognize your emotional state and I have a remedy to pull you out of it or help you shift, help you vibrate higher. That's the emotional intelligence that we're referring to here. It's having the ability to respond given the emotional information and you're doing this intelligently because there is a manipulation. Not, well, I, I say manipulation, but really I'm saying interpretation, but they're kind of like the same thing. It's you organizing the data and saying, this is what it is. This is the problem. Here are some possible solutions. Here are some possible responses. You could do nothing, but there's a consequence for that. You could do something. There's a consequence for that. There's a consequence. So uh, Saba Diamond is definitely um, hinting to something larger here as it relates to our behavioral response because it's, a, it's, it's pretty much a top-down effect. We're more so concerned with emotional intelligence as it relates to how it manifests physically. What are we seeing on a physical plane when it comes to our emotions? Mm -hmm.
very good. One one thing one thing that you um you hit on a lot there, um, master. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you hit on a lot there, and um, uh, and all of what you said, I, I highly appreciate. Cause uh, and again, this is why I wanted to listen to you tonight because of the multifacetedness that you bring, that you reveal in this uh in this particular thing, and uh and and um, I love that. I was actually going to say, can we talk about emotions as a tool for manifestation? Ooh. <laughs> you pretty much, you hit on that. You hit a, a great deal on that. I want to bring it, bring it home and just make it precise. I don't have much to say because Master Skyrocket said it all, right? So the thing is, is that... Um, this is why we have, if you want to know why we have emotions, we have emotions for manifestation. It's a tool for manifestation. It should always follow conscious awareness. It should never precede it. And the problem is when emotions precede conscious awareness, because it's within conscious awareness that we form our intentions. And if we form our intentions according to the emotional quality, then what manifests after is going to be something we don't want. You see? So now if we set our intentions prior to the emotions. So this is why it's always important to keep keep your spirit at peace. Hmm. Because no more emotions drops your IQ. Okay? It Whoa. drops your IQ. And, uh, and so when your spirit is at peace, that now you can think clearly. And that's no matter in what situation. Now you can think clearly. Now you understand you're going to set your intention as to the outcome of that situation that you want, right? The outcome that's desired. And if you're truly dealing on, in the realm of light, the outcome is going to be a balanced outcome, right? So then once you decide what it is that you, how you want uh, the outcome to uh, happen, now you infuse a positive emotion. And this is going to be somewhere in the realms of joy because you're going to be enjoying that outcome. Right. Mm. So it's going to be somewhere around a realms of happiness, being happy, happy that this and there, that's way, way more powerful. Let me give you an example of a cartoon that we've seen. Monsters, Inc. OK, I'm, I'm about to give myself away because I still do watch cartoons. Uh, but but it's a lot of it's a lot of gems in those cartoons. So remember that cartoon Monsters, Inc., where you have Mike and Sully, these two monsters in the monster world who and their job when they clock in. Their job is to go and scare kids. So they open up these portals and the portals open up to underneath the kids' beds or in their closets. And they scare the kids and they collect their fear, the screams, the vibration from their fear to, to take it back to their world, to power their world, right? This is how they get the electricity or the power to light stuff up in their world, right? By collecting the screams of, of kids. But by the end of this movie, because, you know, one of the, one of the, girls followed the monsters back to their world and that there was like a, it was a code i can't remember what the it was a code number I, it was a funny one though but um but anyway but by the time what they found when they start caring about this little girl but they wanted to what they found was when they made her laugh one time they got ten thousand times the more energy from it <laughs> from the laugh than they did the screen okay so 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 now they have to change the frequency what this cartoon is letting you know is that there is much more frequency, much more powerful uh, vibration in joy and in happiness and, and, and uh, 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 you know, having this good experience 
than it is having a negative experience. You see, so so they they understood this. They understood uh, the the, uh, uh, the the point of moving towards this uh, uh, positive emotional expression and how that manifests a whole lot better and more precisely than the negative emotional expression. All right, you see what I'm saying? So once we understand what it is, what it is that we want to manifest, you have to form your emotions. Emotions are absolutely necessary. Nothing takes form without that energy expression, without without that energetic expression. That itself is what invokes. That's our communication with spirit or the life force that manifests things. All right, so it's going to manifest according to the quality of vibration you give it. So no matter what, if you come with anger, it's going to manifest more stuff that you get angry about. This is how we set these cycles up for ourselves. So this is why I say you're going to have to understand that emotions are tools. This itself, that's the crux and the objective of emotional intelligence. That is the that is the objective of it all is to understand the tool and how to use those tools for your successful and precise and constant manifestation i'll stop it there go ahead uh god level this is why i stopped myself tuesday because i'm mm. sitting in front of my computer um i want to get I, i'm i can feel myself getting upset and i had to stop myself like wait a minute hold on what is this teaching me what am i to learn right now. Yeah. And then that's when I reached out and I ended up talking to John. And I, I had to I had to have a conversation with myself. Like I, I can't get upset. I can't allow this emotion to overrun me right now. I, I can't. Jeremy the fight. Thank you. So yeah, I had to stop myself. And when and you're right, when you, you have to be in a peaceful mood. That is your basis for manifesting and then using that that happiness, that um, that joy to, uh, to to manifest. And you have to do so with intention. Mm -hmm. That part. That's 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 my little take that you got to do it with intention. And I've noticed that mm -hmm. when I'm at a peaceful mood and I'm happy. I can put out something and it'll come right back to me quickly, quickly. So when I felt myself getting upset, I stopped immediately. It's not going to help you. It's, it's not. It's not going to help you move forward. Learn from that moment and move forward. Learn Ooh. from it and move forward. That's it. And that's it. That's all. That's all you're supposed to do. That's it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is 
out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, yeah. We are spoken, Queen. We are spoken. <clears throat> uh, I want to add to uh, what uh, Godlo just said. He said peace. And then also, Sabe uh, uh he spoke on the word peace. Uh, I think we all can agree the highest level of consciousness is love. Because it's what connects mm-hmm. us all together. It's what yeah. connects us all together. Um, <clears throat> uh, we talked about this before on the podcast. I always say peace. I say peace a lot. Beginning, middle, closing, it don't matter. I say peace. That's because mm-hmm. uh, as well uh, intellectually illustrated by Master Skywalker uh, when he said, uh, and then also uh, Sabe uh, Diamond, when he broke down that <clears throat> emotion sets the mood <laughs> yeah so when i enter into a conversation yeah. uh, and i say peace 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 i'm trying to set the mood from the get-go so whatever whatever mood you was in i hope i disturb it to the point to create a different mood with the intent that hey, at the end of this conversation i don't want nothing but peace from you anyway i say uh that's it. and that's uh and that's very important. Also, I want to point out today is uh, 31st. That's 3 1. That's understanding knowledge, bring it back to culture. And uh, basically, we just broke that all the way down today yeah, in many forms, dealing with uh, emotional uh, intelligence. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's very difficult to keep your feelings, emotions, in check, uh, depending on how you've uh, been conditioned as far as your habits. Um, it's very, very difficult. Uh, I've seen a couple of times in the comments they were saying about resources and tools, and that is true. What do you use as a resource? What do you, <clears throat> what do you do? What do you use as a uh, tool to constantly remind you of a search a certain ritualistic practice that you do on a day-to-day basis. Like I said, today is 31, uh, being born a culture. Culture is your way of life. So how do you implement emotional intelligence in your way of life? Uh, do you practice discernment? discernment <clears throat> excuse me, do you practice discernment? Do you do like what Master Skywalker said? You use your intent uh, in the beginning of the conversation so that way you arrive to your true intentions or what you're trying to get from the conversation, from the situation, or just in general, uh, whatever it consists of in your life at that moment. Um, I think that's very important. Um, Wanna add to that, that most of the time, <clears throat> we're already speaking from a place of pain and hurt. We're just looking for somebody to, uh, mm. how do you say, uh, build on the mood that we are already in a place of pain and hurt. And that uh, can be a a very concerning issue because now you're adding stress to an uneasy environment as well. So therefore, you're not even sharing consciousness. You're just ramming off of your emotions to continue to charge the mood. And that's that's never a good thing. Nobody is thinking clearly at this particular point. It might feel good that you're upset, you're in pain, you're angry, you're mad. It might feel good because that's how you've been taught to interpret it. That's that's not a good thing at all. 
nothing positive will come from that. Matter of fact, I don't even want to say positive. There will be nothing beneficial there from you go. that. Whoa. Yes, nothing yes. beneficial. Yes. Um, yes. And that's something I had to learn early on as well, dealing with emotional uh, intelligence. When you talk to other people, you have to remove all your emotions out the window because at this particular point, it's If you invite station, it's a two-way. You either transmit, receive, or be the student, or you being uh, uh, the teacher. So therefore, at those particular uh, functions, it's not about your emotions. Because right now, I'm trying to receive understanding. So whatever knowledge you give me and whatever wisdom you apply to the knowledge, which is an action, we're trying to bring this to a complete understanding. If we bring it to a complete understanding, I'm going to say myself, King Newborn, I can never find peace in what it is that we're talking about. Yes, ma'am. Therefore, I have to remove myself. So it's very important for me to have understanding in order to continue to gain peace. Again, this is why I say peace in the beginning and I say peace in the closing. If I don't get understanding in the middle, I never arrive to a peace. Yes, sis, and this is one of the things why I press very heavily upon you. Very, very, very heavily. You got to get your understanding. If you ain't getting understanding, you can never arrive to peace. You, you can yeah. never get there. Most of the time, most conversation, we too busy trying to teach a person of how we are emotionally upset or anger mm-hmm. or feeling pain mm-hmm. or struggle or we're going through survival mode. Like God level just said, you're supposed to understand it, get over it and move forward. That's when the peace comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and since then, I've been peaceful. I, do, I literally devised the plan to say, you know what? Give away the hats. Mm-hmm. My brother gave me the idea a long time ago. He he don't know I'll be listening, but I'll be I'll be listening. <laughs> it always come back. I it always come back around. I'll be listening, you know. But again, he gave me the idea a long time ago. He was like, give away free merch just to put your name out there. And here it is. I find myself in a position to be able to do that. It it didn't hurt my pockets, you know. It was a it was a a, uh, a lesson learned for me because I had, like I said before, I had conditioned my mind that when things are real, exci- I get too excited, something goes wrong. So I have to reprogram my mind and say, or recondition my mind to be excited about the finishing product while in the middle of handling business, pay attention, read That's the fine print. That was a, a lesson learned for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then not to get down on myself in the beginning of building this business or even in the middle because guess what? You're going to make mistakes. It's what you do in the moment, you know, that's going to determine how far you go. Am I going to allow this to to say, well, you know what? Maybe this ain't right for me. No, I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Be excited about the finishing product. Pay attention to what you're doing. And, and move forward. That's it. It's a learning lesson. I'm going to make another mistake. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm going to make another one. You're going to make mistakes. If anyone who started a business did so perfectly, we all be rich. Yeah. All of us. We know, you know, they, they call the term, uh, the term fail your way to success. You, oh, fast oh, yes. Yeah. And I thought about that. I was in the shower. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing someone say, you learn more from your failures than you do from your success. So mm-hmm. I learned a lot in that in that moment, sitting at that desk. And 
John was saying some stuff, but I, I was going over some stuff in my head. I'm like, I'm not going to allow this to say, you know what? Maybe this ain't right for you. You know what? No, this is. I made a mistake. Let's correct it. Move forward. Then it's like, okay, what you going to do with the hats? I'm going to give them away. Because my brother, I remember something he said, and there it is. How do we get one? You, you are. Uh, yeah. Promote the business. Plug. Yeah. Plug. Plug. Yeah. Plug. 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 Subliminal. Oh, my, you know, I, I, I want to yeah. go with a green visor. Bring it. <laughs> well, the, it'll be free. Right now, I am doing free shipping, and the, the hats that I did receive is going to be given away for free. If you buy a hat, you get a hat for free. Um, and it's free shipping right now. And I'm at www.godlevel1.com. Um, let me see if I could post. I'm going to go ahead and post my website in the comment section. I did forget about that. I'll be um, advertising everywhere else except on... I I'm not going to look as cool as John look in them, in them hats. You have any beanies? It, no, not <laughs> Not yet. Okay. No. I am going to expand. Right now, I'm waiting on um, Creative Edge to finish my shirts. Plug. Like yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for him to finish it so um, I can okay. add that. And then I'm I'm still the the hats that I'm looking for the flat bills, snapbacks, they're really in high demand right now. Like really in high demand right now. So, and that's what I'm waiting on. Cause I want to add that as well. Stay tight. Oh. I don't know what talking about. <laughs> I say, I say. Why is he, you know what? I'm just gonna I, stop. I, My brother uh, always, I, go ahead. So I wanna um, um, also um, raise another uh, point uh, regarding um, this topic um so just rehashing uh emotional intelligence allows you to um, navigate your social situations right but what's very very interesting in terms of us as a species as as a people um as an evolutionary family as a spiritual family is the environment has changed dramatically just within the past 30 years right at what point in time could you wake up and get upset about something happening in another place that you didn't know you otherwise wouldn't know exists? We're talking about our virtual environments. Our virtual environments can influence our mood and our emotional states. And that is, this is prime in this stage of human history is 30 years ago, you couldn't do that. You couldn't wake up, look outside the window, be like, okay, birds chirping, sun is shining. You don't know anything. You don't know what's going on in Japan. You don't know what's going on in New York City. You're in, you know, this small town. You know, there's cows over here, but then there's a girl. You know, your experience, when you wake up in the morning, you know, you would have a, a, a predetermined uh, experience, right? You couldn't have access to other people like that. You could wake up in this age and get upset over something that has nothing to do with your life. 
And you can do that recurrently, repeatedly, habitually. Wake up, and that and that phone sets your tone for the day. You hear about uh, I don't know some sort of gender war. You know, men men are this, and black women are this, and transgender this, and this scandal is here, and these people got shot, and this kid got kidnapped. You didn't have that much access to that kind of information, especially emotionally charged information, because we acknowledge that there is some social engineering going on. You, we know that sensationalism is a word. That is a word, right? That is a concept. Right. You didn't have that 30 years ago. And so now emotional intelligence becomes very pertinent for you to survive also because of the virtual environment. Something that you carry around in order to, you know, more conveniently and more effectively, you know, uh, manage your, your, your life. You know, this phone is a tool, right? And the information that it gives us access to is also tools. And yet at the same time, having too much access to emotionally charged information could also be damaging to your health, your wellness, your, your, your well-being, your mental health. And then how does that influence your other relationships? You got a girlfriend that's upset because she's seen a TikTok and she looking at you like you have something to do with the TikTok. But it just happens to apply. It happens to just fit. You couldn't do that 30 years ago. You couldn't blame somebody else for, for your – you couldn't do that. You couldn't feel a certain way and then it infects some – like that's the transmission right there. I see this, I feel a certain way, I'm going to take these feelings and I'm going to express them on the wrong person. I'm going to attack somebody emotionally, manipulate them, because I wasn't intelligent enough to see that, all right, this is not conducive to my well-being or this is irrelevant. This has no bearing on what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. We have to think about that now, and a lot of us aren't. And I, that's another reason why I feel like this topic is so important, because we're still dealing with this technology, and we're having emotional experiences from this technology. And what is it doing to our attention spans? What is it doing to our families? We're not being intelligent as we respond to this virtual phenomenon. I didn't want to bring up this incident, but just the fact of being aware that two celebrities had an incident and everyone had a feeling about that. But how does that, how is that supposed to influence your day, whether real or not? That influenced your day. That influenced the conversations you have with people. And if somebody didn't agree with your viewpoint, this is, again, this is a matter that has nothing to do with you. Someone doesn't agree with you, you get emotional about that. And then we call it passion. We call it passion. I'm passionate about this thing that has nothing to do with me. This is impacting your relationships. It's impacting your well-being. And then there's a feedback. You start searching for more content like that. You start searching for more drama because there's an emotional gratification. Are we being emotionally intelligent as we deal with this technology, as we deal with all this information? How does it impact our self-esteem? 
And I also wanted to clarify something that should have been clarified a long, a long time ago. Emotional, when we talk about an emotional, intelligent person, it's not a thing you are or you're not, right? It's, it's a continuum, okay? So the question is how emotionally intelligent you are, not whether you are an emotionally intelligent person or you're not. We don't want to think in those black and white terms. We want to think in terms of a continuum. How emotionally intelligent am I? And there are other intelligences, right? But with us sticking with this one, you know, the basic question we need to ask ourselves is, if feeling good about myself and my life circumstances is the goal, what does that look like to me? Oh. Oh, it's a basic question, okay? This is not a profound question. It's a basic question. This is something you're supposed to know as a you know child, teenager, all right? Most of us discover some version of this question through a series of turbulent and unforgiving experiences. It's when we get hit with all of these bad experiences that we start asking that question. What does it look like to me? Because I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of this vibration. How do I vibrate higher? That, that kind of becomes the question in so many ways. But it takes us going through a whole lot of bad experiences, unfortunately, in this time, for some reason, for us to come to that question and then have the courage to answer it. Because when you answer it, now you have the responsibility of carrying out that answer. You can't just can't answer the question and be like, oh, well, there's the answer. It's like, all right, you have the answer to the actual problem. This is what it looks like to be an emotionally intelligent person to me. Or this is what it looks like to have a happy, thriving, meaningful, purposeful, intent life. This is what it looks like to me. So um, in this, you guys, uh, emotional intelligence in terms of exercising that ability, it's a lifelong pursuit. It is. It's, not, it's not just something you, you're, you're going to arrive to this place, per se, and like in terms of your emotional intelligence, like you don't have any more work to do, right? This is about, you know, lifelong creativity here. You know, you're creating these experiences and you're manifesting the vision you have for yourself. And you're using your emotions, using your emotions to facilitate that. So in this time, we definitely need to be cognizant of our emotional intelligence and seek to develop it so that we can be mindful of all this craziness that's going on. I know I'm not the only one out here that sees all this chaos. And this is like, all right, what are we going to do about this? What is our quote unquote defense. What are we we just gonna let this happen? I'm just gonna let this happen to me. Right. Yeah. So anybody else wanna No, we can we can hit some pointers on what we learned tonight. Mm -hmm. Um take a step back before you um before you move off an emotion. Take a step back. Pause. Practice pause. Practice pause. Thoughts 
can create emotions and emotions create actions which turn into in if it's something that you're doing constantly, that's a behavior. Mood, a mood lasts longer. Emotions are quick. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Each emotion has a vibrational quality. Emotions set the mood. Hurt people hurt people. Um, what else do I have? How you think. Mm. Anybody else? I just want to say, uh, <clears throat> I know we're talking about emotional intelligence, but uh, for any and everybody that's listening to what's being said uh, across this panel, please understand that um, we're trying to uh, invoke a change. Uh, that's, that's, right. that's very important. Um, we're not trying to uh, perpetuate the ongoing um, crisis that we have right now within our community, which is a misunderstanding. Uh, we're trying to bring our community together to uh, rely upon each other uh, for love and uh, peace. Um, the purpose of this platform is to, uh, like like uh, God love will always say, uh, things that people don't want to talk about. And this is something that is not talked about in the home front, uh, emotional intelligence. Um, so that, more talk. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to cut you off like that. Nor talk. No, no, no. It's not, not only is it not talked about, it's not talked. It's not. It's not no. talked neither. No, yes and no on that part because some of the stuff that we give are, are predisposition. Uh, it's not mm. necessary. Uh, uh, it's not necessary done di directly yes. with the intent. But it's a predisposition. Uh, but you are right, God level. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're modeling too. We also teach through modeling, so children yeah. observe yeah, us, right? Yeah. So if we're if we're not being um, uh, emotionally responsible, then the children will learn that from us, right? Just just by mere right. observation that oh, okay, this is what we're doing. All right, I'm going with it. Mm. Facts. That's it. Facts. 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 So, but. Uh, not but no. I just want to uh, continue to say, understand that change is good, and uh, change is uh, constant and it's forever going. So uh, if you if you take anything from tonight, take that. Hey, maybe I need to be slow to anger. Maybe I do need to implement uh, being humble more, discernment. Uh, need to listen more. Maybe be quiet to speak. You know, maybe it's a lot of things I need to just change. Period. You know, it's okay to change. Go ahead, God love. Um, I had to, I've been practicing the pause. Um, I know that I can be very aggressive when it comes to something I want, even if it's, um, towards the opposite, opposite, opposite sex. Um, mm -hmm. and I would not acknowledge that person's feeling. It was just all about what I wanted at that time. Um, my therapist says I could be a, a bully. So I, I have to learn to stop, pause, and not react off of my emotions. Because when I do so, I'm actually putting that person in a position to be emotional as well. Mm. So. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm learning. And this is, and like John was saying, this is not um something that you're gonna you're gonna come to the end of the road and like, okay, I, I made it. No, you have to do this day in and day out. And Diami Diamond said the same thing, how you respond to situations. So, you know, today this is how I'm gonna respond. Tomorrow I'm gonna make the effort to, to respond the same way. You know, and like my brother was saying, practice peace. That's right. You know, peace in the in the beginning, the middle, and the end, and keep that mood peaceful. So when you have those good emotions, you can manifest easily and quickly. Yeah. So yeah, it's coming full circle for me. Thank That's you. Right. That's it. I love you. <laughs> I love oh, y'all. Man. Go ahead. John, you got anything for us tonight? We just want to be feared. Don't want to be fearless. We want to be feared. Misunderstanding what fear is. Want to be feared so much. Don't want to be loved, but get upset when nobody does. We just want to be feared like the God we revere. Wait, what? You hate yourself so much, you pray the love is insincere and makes you feel some type of way. And you're in love with the feeling, fearing the healing taking place, taking away your right to complain about your circumstances, leaving only you to blame you, fear being yourself. You fear nobody knows your name, but hope they keep it out their mouth. Such confusing times. We don't want to be here, but fear to leave it all behind. Perhaps we need no fear, no doubt. We just want to be trusted without having to trust the people who trust us. We want vengeance to be our justice. Ooh. Talking eye for an eye, violating your own. You're losing more than your sight, so it's really soul for a soul. Uh, losing your foot in. Ask Bill Cosby, you get back what you put in. Actually, that's wrong, because I could trust you when you couldn't reciprocate the same. But does that mean that I sh shouldn't? I'm vintage Jay-Z with these reasonable doubts. But why do you get offended? The truth never needed the truth never needed defending. Are you pretending? Is it really worth the fuss to rather be unemployed than earn somebody's trust? They abduct your freedom to doubt. Crucify you for conspiracies you don't believe in, their loyalty, the science, their own achievements. I learned that people don't merely lie without a reason, just reasons that we disagree with. So do we need no fear, no doubt? It's unintelligent to be blindly obedient, equally unintelligent when blindly disobedient. Fear can protect you. It can serve you. Wait, I heard that the police could do the same. It's kind of strange. Fear can make you smaller than you really are. Doubt can bring you closer to the truth when you're feeling blindly dis... Oh, wait, this feedback. Okay. Doubt can bring you closer to the truth when you're really far. Doubt removes power for something to exist in your mind. So I don't doubt a person, but what they represent. Beliefs will persist on the other hand. See, you don't fear the unknown. You fear what you don't understand. So if you don't know and you fear that, you won't grow. If you pretend that you do know when you don't know, you can't grow. So I got two questions to think about. Do I know fear? Do I know doubt? I hope you know fear, no doubt. 
Salute.